Hey everybody, welcome to the Amazon Book Club. Today we're reading a book called The Obituary Society. Uh, will this spell death for our podcast? Let's find out. My name's Austin Hanna. I'm Ganesh Sarma. And I'm Shane Burklow. Uh, so if you haven't joined us before, and you probably haven't because this is only our second episode, uh, on this podcast, we read all the free ebooks on Amazon.com so you don't have to. Yeah. Uh, this week, I believe the name of the book is The uh, Obituary Society, <laughs> uh, which I have literally no clue what this could be about. Uh, Ganesh. I love the name. I'm yeah. in. Uh, how did you uh, come across this book? Well... It was on my recommended books. <laughs> oh, surprisingly, so this I don't is know why. Kind I'm of not a... sure where this list came from, but it was like one of the first ones on there. So you... this is representative of your taste. I think so. Oh, Do you well, look at a I lot of so. obituary based? I'm a very morbid text. person. I see. All right. Um, I got to say, the cover doesn't seem nearly as depressing as the title would suggest. Yeah, yeah you got some juxtaposition there because you have uh, a lady looks like kind of like a Stepford wife holding a uh, what is that? A fruitcake. It's a pretty awful looking cake. Uh, it's a, it's a lot cake. of straw. It looks like a lot of stra strawberries. Yeah, fruit cake. Um, I wouldn't. I wouldn't eat it. Uh, so I'd give it a go. Yeah, but she's yeah, she's got the gloves, the dress. It's like very kind of paisley. The colors look like an Etsy page. It looks like very, yeah, uh, this is definitely uh, an, an artsy take. There's on like a, some sea foam. There's cursive there. on it. That's yeah. how you know it's fancy. That's yeah, right. yeah, but obituary, not cursive. Yeah. Um, mm. So, do you have like a synopsis we could read about this book? Maybe take a, a gander at what this is, uh, what it's all about. Yeah, what are we working with here? When Lila Moore inherits her grandfather's house, she finds herself in a small midwestern town where margarine is never an acceptable substitution for butter. Ooh, a coveted family that. recipe can serve as currency, and the friend who will take your darkest secrets to the grave will still never give you the secret to her prize-winning begonias. <laughs> oh, okay. Yes. Is this like we got a... another southern book here. Uh, Midwestern. Yeah. Well, it's just kind of the same it's all shit. the same. Lila is charmed by the people of Auburn. Auburn? Auburn. Auburn. How's it spelled? Auburn. It's Auburn. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that's weird that you said Auburn. Anyway, keep going. <laughs> Sorry. Lila is charmed by the people of Auburn from the blue-eyed lawyer with the southern drawl mm. to the little old lady who unceasingly tries to set Lila up with her grandson. Unceasingly? What a creep. But when strange things begin to happen, Lila realizes some of her new friends are guarding a secret like it's a precious family heirloom. Okay. It's a dangerous secret. And it has come back to haunt them. Lila is caught in the middle, and her life may depend on uncovering it. But even if she can, can she stay in Auburn when not everyone is what they seem? Even the house wants her gone. Well, I well, bet it's like a recipe. Why don't yeah. just get the fuck out? <laughs> why don't just get the fuck out of Auburn? Yeah, I mean, I, I'm, uh, I have an open mind. Uh, I'm willing to see where this goes. Uh, what a. It's alluding to like. Murder. I mean, that's what it wants you to think, but... There's a lot of talk of recipe, and there's a cake on the front. Yeah, that sounds kind of like maybe a good housekeeping uh, murder combo. 
Yeah. Mm. Uh, so do you want to get into the book? Are you ready to read? I'm ready to read, Austin. So we jump around. Uh, we start at the beginning. We get a little taste of that. We get a little taste of twenty-five percent, yeah, fifty. Oh yeah, and then seventy-five. That's right. And then, yeah, we go to the end. Baby. We read the last page. So if you're not in the mood for spoiler alerts, you're at the wrong podcast. Yeah, uh, so we are pretty much going to spoil this entire book or try to. Uh, so I'd say, do uh, you want to start with the first page, Ganesh? I'm going to skip the uh, prologue. Well, that's okay. Mm, the intro? No. We, we can come back. I feel like the prologue, like, why even, why not just make a chapter one? Like, if it's important, make it a chapter. What do I need to read, like, like a, a little run-up to yeah, the story? It's like a cold open. I don't need Well, no, that. it shouldn't be that. It's a book. Yeah. It's chapter it's one. It's all tied together. And the epilogue, too. Well, I think it's like it's like the movie movie equivalent of smash cutting into chapter one. Well, this is a book, not a movie. <laughs> Epilogues and prologues are for simpletons. <laughs> <laughs> All right, chapter one. Chapter one: Sour Lemonade. Oh God! Lila watched them standing alongside the casket. Five women in their Sunday best, forming a wall you couldn't drive a Dodge Ram through. I bet I could. Whoa. Uh, first off, quick plug to Dodge. <laughs> they paid big money for this spot. Uh, and also, I could definitely drive a Dodge Ram through those ladies. So, Could you? Yeah. I, what about the casket? I think a Dodge could handle a casket. Yeah, a Ram. It's a Ram. Yeah, they're big. If they can't handle a casket, then I'm. what am I even driving one for? I'll take that back to the dealership. Yeah, buddy, I tried to ram this into a casket, and it stopped me. Wait, let's flip it around. Would you want your casket to be Dodge Ram proof? Uh, yes. No. You want if it? you want to come at me and you got a Dodge Ram, more power to you. I mean, you're dead already if you're in a casket. Yeah, I, I just know. feel like if I've inspired somebody to drive a Dodge Ram into my <laughs> casket, then I probably deserve it. Yeah, and frankly, <laughs> it's going to be Ganesh. You did something wrong in life. Yeah, well, all right, let's keep, we're getting hung up here. Yeah. Her Aunt Ada stood in the mid... Her Aunt Ada stood in the middle, wiping a tear with her hanky, her friends supporting her on either side. Lila's chest ached as she stared at them. They were solemn-eyed, but hard-edged with determination. Just like a Dodd Ram. Friends who would sit by your side and drink the lemonade, with or without the sugar, all the way to the end. Without the sugar. Lila wasn't sure what the determined look meant, but she was certain it wasn't her imagination. It was as if it was them against the world. There was a bond there, and Lila bet the story that formed it would be worth digging for. Get out of their business, yeah. Lila. After the service, Ada beckoned to Lila, and as soon as she was within reach, her great-aunt wrapped her arms around her. Ada's softness and warmth, and the scent that reminded Lila of, of things both homegrown and home-baked, oh. made Lila feel steadier on, on her feet. It had been a relief when Lila got to Auburn, and Aunt Ada had stepped in to help. From the looks of it, Ada must have planned dozens of funerals. There had been so many decisions Whoa, to make. A little backstory on that. For example, until a few days ago, Lila wasn't aware casket exteriors had options such as fabric, veneer, and eco-friendly. Dodge Ram proof. Yeah. <laughs> veneer like brought Dodge. the <laughs> <laughs> veneer brought the mind. To the fake, slick surfaces of office furniture. She'd even seen one with a Husker red interior, complete with an embroidered Herbie Husker. <laughs> what? what is this word? All right. Man, I, going deep into like the culture of coffin. I don't think this is for us. Who's Herbie Husker? Uh, great coffin magnet. 
Yeah, he's he created the coffin. <laughs> he's the. Ah. He used to just be buried in like your finest clothes. Dig a hole, throw you in. Yeah, he's like the Bill Gates of coffins. Wrap you in a towel, maybe. I don't know. Why waste a towel? Yeah, keep the towel. Just build a thing out of wood. Put some Wi-Fi on it. That's put right. you down in the ground. That's right. <laughs> when I die, bury me in a Wi-Fi enabled casket. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna want to check my sites. Uh, all right. So, so where's everyone at on this? I mean, uh, it seems kind of sad. Uh, love really weird wording. Uh, a lot very of specific coffin stuff. Really curious who Herbie Husker is. Uh, wish I knew. I feel like maybe I'd have a whole new insight to where this book's going if I knew who that was. I'm gonna go out on a limb here and say they did not get the eco-friendly casket. No, 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 no. These no, people no, are. No, no, no. Uh, these people got the diesel casket. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fossil fuel casket. This thing's got a Hemi. Extra cool, please. Yeah. Well, I think Lila seems like an outsider. Um, uh, yeah. The way she looks at the old crying women. Right. You think she's one of them city slickers? Uh, it could be. Could be. Uh, How'd she come around these parts? I, I reckon she could be. Who drinks lemonade without sugar? Yeah, that's a problem. That's the behavior of a psychopath. That's lemon water. That's disgusting. Yeah. It's basically it's not even the, the, uh, aid. Lacroix. the aid is the It's worse than sugar. LaCroix. LaCroix? LaCroix? LaCroix. LaCroix. LaCroix is great. No, no. Nah, no, it's not. Well, it's LaCroix, if you're good. listening, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> bury me with LaCroix. Yeah, put that. Bury me in a big can. That's right. All right, so. Uh, are you satisfied with the. The first page, or I mean, I can't sure. say I loved it, but I so some, far I'm someone all right. Died. Yeah, so it's that's yeah. There's gonna be some changes probably. I mean, if not, then why write the book? Yeah. Uh, all right. Do you want to jump ahead to the uh, old quarter mark? All right. Let's see what's happening around these parts. He shrugged. Okay, I just hope Owens is open. They climbed into the truck and slammed the heavy doors. Dusk hung in the air and settled on the old vinyl seats. Mm -hmm. For a long minute, they sat in silence, listening to the loud rumble of the engine and the crackle of the driveway. They're in the casket. Then Max leaned forward, his fingers fumbling with the radio dial until it settled on Leonard Skinnerd. Ah, man, his casket is decked out. I know, that's, that's a, you got vinyl? the good one. That's right. She wouldn't have known, except that he had asked her if it was okay. Ada's lost without her oven. Is that who died? Lila raised her voice to compensate for the loud engine. I told her I'd be making something for the bake sale without actually baking. The bake sale is serious business around here. Max's tone suggested that this was territory he knew well. Making my famous lemonade. No sugar. <laughs> Are you sure you know what you're doing? I mean, these women can smell store-bought goods from a mile away. Mm -mm -mm. My grandma's that way, too. They're dogs. That seems to be an offensive term around here. It won't exactly be store-bought, she said, tipping up her chin and turning toward the window. She stared at the flags that hung from every lamp post along Main Street. ISIS. <laughs> They've taken Auburn. <laughs> this is an alternate history. <laughs> They're going to need more coppins in Auburn. <laughs> Lord, Jesus. all right. I'm going to buy some of the <laughs> ingredients. But Ada's strawberries are homegrown. Does that count for something? Her confidence was waning, and she could hear the desperation in her own voice. I have to pull this off. That's me every day. Yeah, for real. <laughs> they parked at Owen's grocery, and Lila nearly fell out of the truck. She flew into the store, Max striding along behind her, his hands in his pockets. Mm. Okay, a friend of mine used to make this strawberry dessert. You just chop the strawberries <laughs> up and add Cool Whip, then put it in a crust and freeze it. Okay. Her hands are making 
Her hands made the chopping and mixing actions as she spoke. Wait, aren't they in the store? What happened? They're she was talking. Fast. Oh, they're in the store. Place. She was talking to herself more than anything, but she caught a look of doubt on Max's face she didn't care for. If I hurry, it could freeze by the time the boost up, right? She found the coolers at the back, opened a glass case, and grabbed a tub of Cool Whip. Max grabbed her arm with a curious sense of urgency, as if she were about to clip the red wire instead of the green. She froze, her eyes locked onto his hand, I wrapped around ready her whip. Arm, and the tub of Cool Whip clattered to the floor. He dropped his hand, eyes darting as he apologized under his breath, then picked up the container and put it back. What was that about? She asked. He gestured for her to follow and led the way to the dairy section. This is the creepiest shopping trip. <laughs> it really is. It seems like they almost at gunpoint. Yeah. He gestured for her to follow and led the way to the dairy section, where he chose a carton of heavy whipping cream. Trust me. But I don't know what to do with this. Max hesitated, then nodded, <laughs> as if he'd lost an invisible inner, inner struggle. I got it. Whoa, What's Max's this book about? This bake, is it's the bake sale. This is a, it's a big, big deal. Who died? Man, someone. The loser of the bake sale. That's right. They, <laughs> when you lose the bake sale, they execute you. Yeah, that's the where the society comes in, the obituary society. Oh, man, ISIS, it's all coming together. ISIS I'm reading between here. the lines, and I'm proud of myself. We got Are a Dodge the, Ram. Uh, obituary, obituary society is like a splinter cell group? or uh, Yeah, I think this is a, a like a terrorism kind of uh, well, they neo do. Thriller. They do mention driving a truck into people. That's oh yeah. I'm oh, we're no. onto something. Oh, this is turning dark quick. What's Max up to? Max stood at the end of the aisle watching her. They don't carry anything like that around here. People make their own crusts. Jesus Christ, man! That's they, real American, these baby. are curmudgeons. I know. Just enjoy your time making yeah, dessert. That. Lila's jaw dropped, and she considered launching a retaliatory assault on Max. If he uh, wasn't directly uh, behind this lack of convenient kitchen necessity for non-bakers, <laughs> surely his tone warranted the attack. He held his hands out in defense. Hey, hey, I can help you. How? Lila asked, her voice screeching an octave higher. Sorry, I meant... Ha! <laughs> that's, yeah. as high, that's as high as I can get. <laughs> It really so, Lila, picture here. Lila's just trying to <laughs> bake, and then Max is being a real dick about it. Yeah, so far this is a story of a woman who went to a funeral and then was bullied into making desserts yeah. from scratch. Yeah, and then some weird guy is like, like boohooing every little yeah. choice she makes. People here make their own crusts. Idiot. Uh, yeah, we don't use store bought. Jesus. Well, that's twenty five percent. So it seems like a pretty easy read so far. I'm not sensing any level of drama. I'd see there was a lot of drama in yeah, that but scene. What are like, you talking about? Was this whole book just about a man who's forcefully making desserts? It could be. Yeah. Well, I'm willing to find out more. Uh, what do you think about it, Ganesh? I think that these these uh, Southerners and their bake sales, man. What's oh yeah? <laughs> you okay. know, sure you ever been in the South and? Uh, you had a had a bake sale. I've uh, never been to a bake sale. No, yeah, me neither. Sale. No, I've been I've been to a couple in, right. my, in my day. Well, How does it work? Do you in just, my boot wearing days, oh. you just buy. It? Yeah, you go up and you buy some baked goods, you give them money, and then they do God knows what with it. Sometimes Probably, there's uh, a silent auction. You have to write down your bid for a pie. Oh, that's a bake sale. Yeah. Could be. I've been to a bake sale. Oh, I've been to a couple. What did you think it was? I did not. I don't even know. Like an auctioneer. I thought it was like a like a. Farmer's market. Well, I mean, it's kind of. Yeah. You know. Either way, none of them are as high stress as this one. I mean, this is 
I, I, all I can say is I feel bad for this woman being forced to, uh, being humiliated in the grocery store in public. Yeah, yeah. shameful. Oh, it sounds like she signed up for this. If I was her, I'd probably get into a Dodge Ram and just plow through a crowd. <laughs> get back into your Dodge Ram. Why drive not? to your local, your favorite coffin maker's house. Why do you think they named it the Ram? That's what we're supposed to do with it. Find a group of people you don't like and just plow. <laughs> Kablooey. Well, here's 50%. <laughs> Sorry. I don't, yeah, it's not great. I don't, I'm she rethinking that. I, don't, I didn't mean that. Sorry. But isn't steel a good thing? Well, it's strong, obviously. Are we still the 25% mark? This is 50%. Yeah, he oh, so I'm so sorry. He's eager to go, man. I need to know more. Are they done with the pie yet? I no. think uh, we'll, we'll see. They're mid pie. Right, yeah, it's not great, she had replied. But isn't steel a good thing? Well, it's strong, obviously. He tugged at his jeans that threatened to slide down his narrow hips oh. and puffed out his chest. But it's also susceptible to rust that clogs up the pipes, and we'll have to make sure none of them have burst. You haven't noticed any water damage in the house? No. That's a good sign. Even with the good sign, plumbing repairs would cost several thousand dollars. This is a book just about like manual labor. And that's labor. just if nothing <laughs> unexpected happened along the way. Oh, boy. Her visit with the electrician made her more nervous. You've still got the old knob and tube wiring in here. <laughs> is that the electrician? It's just not made to handle the heavy use we give it nowadays. The <laughs> wires get hot and it can become a fire hazard. I can't be, I'm distracted. You're lucky if you can even get a house insurance with that kind of wire. Oh this book sucks. Yeah. This so you're great. telling me I'll need to have the whole house rewired? He scrunched up his eyes and rubbed his balding head. Oh, pro- probably not a bad idea. The freeze was drawn out in an unapologetic tone. Uh, the good news is since you have a basement and an attic, I might be able to fist the wires through the walls rather than tearing everything apart. Fist? <laughs> That's going to help your cause substantially. Man, are they going to get in? Is this book going to go as far uh, to go into like... This book turns into a DIY <laughs> uh, plumbing and wiring It book. does basically seem like, near, um, like almost, we're bordering on like an instruction manual. I'm guessing manual. once we get to 75%, there's going to be detailed instructions on how to uh, you know replace like your sink. So this book is just this woman... Being told by a bunch of men how to do stuff, who then just do it anyway. Let's let's just to recap. Yeah, she goes to a funeral. Who died? I she still would goes, love to know. She goes shopping uh, to make something for a bake sale. Okay, and then her house gets fucked up, and she has to like call a plumber. It's just like a lot of menial tasks. This just seems like a bad weekend. God, what a life! Yeah. Uh, seems very normal. Where's the death? The sex. You know what? You know where the death was? In between? In the prologue. Oh. You skipped, you idiot. Oh, dang well, it. Well, then is, he, is it even a book worth writing? Just write the prologue. If there's an epilogue, we got to read it because I got to know what the hell's going on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you want to skip ahead? Do you want to do 75% now? We we're breezing through this thing. I mean, it just kind of is not a great book. Uh, I'm willing to give it a chance and say maybe it's going to redeem itself here, but so far it just kind of seems like... Uh, Mundane, everyday. It's, it's like a normal life interactions. Of a, yeah. Well, chapter twenty four, seventy five percent in. Um, this is like the middle of chapter twenty four. Okay. Uh, the chapter is called "Deep Fried Chocolate Milk." So, is every chapter named like a weird food thing? Who's this for? Yeah, because the first can... chapter was called something else too. It's called a uh, honey bee or no, it wasn't. Yeah, that was lemonade. A, yeah, was, that's right. That yeah. was on the right track there. All right, well, what happens now? Let's just keep rolling into this thing. Lila looked quickly from... Uh, Lila looked quickly away from the disturbing gourd man. What? <laughs> this is... 
I'll take it literally until you ruin my sure. dream. Sure. <laughs> a living man made of gourds. It turns a real twist in the middle. Her gourds have come to life and have begun terrorizing the town. She poured the cream into the bowl and beat it. Just as she'd seen Ada and Max do it. Is that like then Max she slowly dating, added huh? the powdered sugar and beat it again until soft peaks formed when she raised the beaters. Is this a, is this a cookbook? I think it is. I'm, uh, I think if we just read the book, we'd know how to make that, that fruit cake. She the spent the rest of the morning taking orders from Ada. They crunched through the remainings, the remains of the garden to the, to the tomato plants <laughs> Get it together. and spreadsheets down to protect them from the coming frost. She plunged into every task, hoping it would keep her mind away from Asher. Who's Asher? Is that who died? Ah, uh, yeah. Mangled in the Dodge Rams wheels. But in a beautiful car. When she thought back to the fear and pain of that night, she was horrified to think that someone pretending to care about her could have been responsible. Knowing he was out there somewhere frightened her, but she told herself to put it behind her so she could focus on getting through the next few days. Asher's alive. When Gordon had passed inspection and Ada's hair Gordon? was fixed and sprayed, they Gordon had a man. light lunch. <laughs> Wait, is, is, is Gordon the ma- the gourd ma- Is he the man of gourds? Then they laid the pies out on the kitchen counter. Ganesh, I want answers. The golden lattice top crust on the apple pies had a subtle shine. Ada had shown her how to cut and lay out the strips. As she looked at the filling and the caramel pies, she remembered Ada's instructions to brown the sugar almost to the verge of burning it before thickening it, taking care not to create lumps. It seemed to Lila that this kind of perfection would require not only instruction, but a magic touch. It'd be nice if Lila could think for herself. Yeah, also it'd be nice if this book wasn't like 75% food descriptions. I'm into it, though. Uh, I mean, just go all food, then. Get rid of the plot and just tell me about some good food. The next challenge was to load them safely in the truck. Lila had pleaded with her to call Gladys and ask for a ride, but Ada said she'd promise Lou she'd bring back the truck so he could take a look <laughs> a at it. characters being introduced to me here. <laughs> oh, we're up pretty deep into the book. <laughs> I, I just want to know about Gord Man. She, she wasn't sure there would be room in Gladys's car anyway, with the four of them plus Gordon, all the carefully packed baked goods. Well, there's the Gord man. He's in this? the car. That's right. Okay. And the Dodge That's right. Load him up. Everybody hold on. We're going. They placed the pies in the bottom of two fruit boxes, which they put in the back of the truck along with the scarecrow. Where is this party? The city park? Lila asked, sliding ah, into the, the city park. seat. Where do you go to have parties? No, it's Rob Carter's farm. Rob Carter. Lila turned the key and put the beast in reverse, <laughs> then pressed a stiff gas pedal too firmly. Whoa, dear. Ada <laughs> stretched her arms out to keep from hitting the dash. Take it easy or the pies will be a mess by the time we get there. Yeah, those rams got some giddy up. That's right. Watch out. <laughs> These pies weren't ready for the hemi. It's got a hemi in there. <laughs> Lila winced. Sorry. <laughs> her classic catchphrase. Well, I can't do anything right. Jeez, she can't even drive right. I truly, as far as I know, the plot of this book is they made a bunch of cakes, the power went out, and now they're going to the bake sale. That, yeah, that's yeah, it. That sounds about right. They're taking the beast. This is like a, a long, a drawn out version of like a Richard, Richard Scary book. Yeah. <laughs> or like a Saturday. Yeah. The mailman came today and gave me the mail. Uh, well, I said, thank you, mailman. Thank you. Uh, this book is really losing me fast. I mean, I cannot believe how utterly inconsequential every page of this book has been. 
Uh, are you skipping straight to the acknowledgments? Maybe back it up a little bit. Are we going to the last <laughs> oh, page? Oh, there is actually a recipe in the back of the book. Jesus. This well, is a cookbook. I, this is a bum episode. All right. Let's, what's, uh, what's, the la- what's the last <laughs> bit here? Let's finish this up and All see right, what this we're... Is, this is the ending. What do we got right? cooking here, so to say? Nice. You're in the mood. You're in the zone. <sighs> here we go. So, so far this book has had like nearly no content in it, but uh, I'm having a good time. Uh, Ganesh, I think we're at the last page now. We're going to see how this uh, <clears throat> this uh, piece of shit wraps up. I, I really hope Lila like has developed into a character that can like stand up for herself. I'm going to read a little bit before the last page. I hope, the gourd, it, I hope yeah. the gourd man has a knife to her neck. <laughs> yeah. I hope the ram is doing fine. He closes the casket on her. Enjoy. <laughs> Ada wiped tears from her eyes. I know just where this money should go. It was money. A new car? Lila laughed. (laughs) A Dodge Ram. (laughs) Well, I won't argue with that, but... She handed the envelope to Lila. I can't take this, Lila said, shaking her head. I'd like to see that home completed. Dad and mother would have liked that, and Isaac and Phoebe too. Will you do that for me? Of course I will. Lila took the envelope and wrapped her arms around Ada. We're going to be neighbors for a very long time, Aunt Ada. Man, no hesitation taking that money. Mm -mm. That's right, dear. Until they put me six feet under. And even then, I expect you to put lilacs on my grave every year when they bloom. And speaking of that sort of thing, she leaned over to whisper in Lila's ear, I've been dead for 30 years. (laughs) We're going to have to figure out what to do about that pond behind the house. I have a feeling if it wasn't a problem before... It will be doubly so now. What? Why? We'll figure something out. That's where they, it, that's where they dump it, the bodies. They're going to make it deeper. Oh, yeah. But let's not think about that now. Lila dropped one arm and turned to walk Ada back to the porch. For now, I'd like to share a cup of tea with you and Elmer and Max and Juniper. Nobody cares Juniper. Juniper. in this book. And when wow. Lou comes back to pick up that truck, I'll tell him he can take it over my dead body. Nice. Turns out I finally made peace with it. I think we can turn it into a lovely flower bed. Ada's eyes brightened. Oh, the gardening club will die of jealousy. <laughs> After bringing out the tea, they sat on the wooden steps, Juniper leaning into Max's right arm, Lila resting her head on his left shoulder. Lila sighed as she sipped her hot tea, thinking how little she cared about what other girls her age were doing and imagining years of front porches and streaming tea and club meetings with miniature cakes. And if a hint of old spice mingled with cinnamon wafted past her nose, she'd pretend not to notice. Something about that cinnamon. Mm -mm. Mm-mm. Mm-mm-mm. That's the end? Ah, yeah, that is the end. But the next page says, You've made it to the end. As Grandma Garnet would say, bless your heart. If you want more, you can find another story from Auburn here. What? And then there's some family recipes. Grandma Katie's rolls. It's a shared universe. That's right. This is a... (laughs) This is actually canon. It's Watch part out, of Marvel. Marvel. Great Grandma Benson's caramel pie. This is a cookbook. Well, there it is. There you have it. A very wordy cookbook. Uh, so it ends the with obituary society. Tell me what so the plot of that book. Was. Lila gets her Here, porch. Here's our new game. What's the plot of that book? Mm. The bake sale. Okay, but there's also some sort of uh, electrical issue. 
Yeah. I don't and then know. a letter, a very long letter. Hey, can't bake with no electricity. I think that's the truth. So it all, it's just about baking. Um, I don't know where the creepy obituary society comes in. I think we're going to have to do a little uh, search yeah. around. All right. Which, so. Uh, just so everyone knows, with these little Kindle devices, you can search for words and it highlights all of them. Can we search for pl- like plot? There... Yes. <laughs> What's the plot? Here we go. Alexa, I'm gonna search. What's the plot? <laughs> First search. Is uh, there any conflict at all? Type in the word conflict. Nipple. <sighs> There's no, no nipple. There was no nipple. Wow. Wow, we. That is not a good one to start Conflict. with. Conflict. Is that what you said? That's not going to be one. That's not going to be Do like there. died or dead. Murder. Yeah, murder. Blood. S- splatter. S- Entrails. Isis. I'm just going to Isis. Ooh. Chapter 14. Fireworks. Like how many percents through is this? This is 43%. Okay. All right. She wiped her eyes. I hardly knew him. This probably seems ridiculous to you. Are you kidding me? We just found a dead man. Oh, shit. I think something was wrong with you if you weren't upset. All right. This is way better than anything we read before. It's just, he was one of the people who really knew my grandfather. He knew a side of him that I didn't, and that's lost now. He could have just been old. Oh. Ada might know some of that stuff. Ada can hardly talk about him for reasons I may never know. I don't expect you to fix this. I just wanted to explain. And it's not just that. The whole thing was a reminder of the day I found him, and I was too late to help him, too. This all sounds so selfish. She reached down again, and this time her fingers brushed the cool metal key. She grabbed it and squeezed it in her palm, letting the teeth bite into her skin. Oh. I think Clint was a good man. I barely (laughs) knew him, but I liked him, and he died alone. All right. Well, well, there's really no like. Obviously, he just died. Old you man know. died. Murder. Search murder. Search murder. That's Search the knife. Good stuff. Search plunge. Search Lila killing. Yeah. Search Lila killed. Uh, and like then an asterisk. So it finds anywhere after that. Yeah, well, Juniper made it to the end. I think we found out. Could be a ghost. Oh, or a horse. Or her dead body. Oh. Ooh, what if everyone at the end that she's talking to are just dead bodies that she props up? That sounds more interesting than what actually happened in this book, which yeah. is nothing. 65%. Lila's stomach was a tangled ball of electric nerves. This being her first break in, the floor creaked. Oh, Lila's breaking into stuff? Protesting like an ordinary old man who had just caught her in his flower bed. Lila jumped, almost dropping the flashlight. Having an actual theory about Clint's death made her pause to examine every dark corner and strangely shaped shadow. Did we meet Clint? Alone here in this place, the idea that He's someone dead. had murdered Clint need to know him. seemed more real than ever. Interesting. Ah. How far in was that? That's 65%. Ooh. Um, I mean... Well, I guess Lila's trying to get some answers. So you got Lila bla- breaking in somewhere. You right. have uh, Clint, who she thinks was murdered. Mm. I mean, he probably was. Unless he was that old guy that died earlier. I think that was the same guy. That's Clint? Correct. Oh, so he died, and then now... Now she's searching. He wasn't just an old man. He's how come an all the pages we man? hit were like recipes and like how to fix a f- electrical socket or That's something? That's just the way well, the cookie crumbled. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, think she did that strategically. 
Oh, she put those at those marks because she knew that that's where the money parts are in the book. Correct. She was like, we're getting to the... She's, she knew that, that three idiots would just go to uh, 25%. So we're getting to the halfway point. We better get into the part where uh, they go grocery shopping for an hour and a half. Hmm. Uh, all right. Well, what else do you want to search? You want to search like, uh, what's what's some, what's like, I just, I want to know. Yeah. Search Clint. Who's Clint? That's probably going to be a lot of Clint. Well, give me the first Clint. Saying Clint is uncomfortable. Yeah, it's not a good word. It's like a combination of multiple bad words. Not really. You want bad the words? first Clint? Not bad. I mean, like, I'm not like a child. But We're in chapter two, five percent in. Uncouth. Words this chapter. I don't, I don't want to say this in fine company. This chapter is called the Cinnamon Scented Lawyer. Hell yeah, that should be the name of the book. Wait, she doesn't like cinnamon. Remember at the end? <laughs> oh, ho, ho. she gets that whiff of cinnamon. And- as she walked toward the front door, a man with unruly red hair and freckles burst through it. Well, that sounds like the cinnamon lawyer to he me. He looked gangly, but as he came closer, she could see firm muscles in his arms. Oh, yeah. Lila jumped out of his way. Where is he? Where's Clint? His voice echoed through the building. Dead. What did he do? <laughs> Lila turned to see Asher standing with his arms crossed. He looked calm, but there was a firm edge to his expression. Never trust a man named Asher. Mr. Snyder, whatever the problem is, we'll talk it over and work it out. That ain't what I had in mind. She said we were going to work out this civil and fair. Then she comes into my office and suddenly she wants to take me for all I got. Carl. Asher's tone was even. Please come into my office. Asher glanced at Lila and nodded, as if reassuring her that everything was fine before ushering the man down the hall. She heard a door click. Lila hesitated. But as angry as that man was, she wasn't comfortable leaving Asher here alone. She hovered near the front door until the muffled shouting subsided, then walked back to the truck. Mm, got him. It's safe in that truck. And That's the Dodge right. Ramp. That's right. They build those to be safe. Yeah, uh, built Ford tough, as they say. Sounds like, um, <laughs> yeah, I think that's Dodge's uh, phrase. Yeah. Uh, it so it sounds like Clint's still alive there. I'm like rapidly losing interest in what happens to Clint or Layla or Lila, whatever Clint her name died. Is. He couldn't handle it. He died. Murdered, old age. Uh, who cares? He's dead. Um, this Carl sounds like a real hot rod. Yeah. I'd like to get to know Carl a little bit more. Um, and, you know, Asher. Asher I, seems like a kid, maybe. I, or like maybe a vampire. A vampire? Mm. Yeah, I guess. I mean, that's just what I'm picturing. I don't know about it. They all could be vampires. It's really up to interpretation, I think. I think, all right. Is this YA? Ooh. Oh, I don't know. Could be. This whole story changes if they're vampires. A very, I think we're, I think these searches have been pretty good. We're missing the obvious one, though. We got to search, um... Obituary. Oh, obituary. <laughs> oh, yeah. Why the hell is this book called Obituary Society? This book, the reading this book, or whatever we're doing here, has. Uh, Do you think everyone's. Left me with more questions than answers. All right. This is kind of uh, a weird interpretation, but maybe all these people are dying of just old age and bad diets because they're eating all these sweets. That's right. These bake sales, and this book is a really uh, heavy, like, comment. Terry critique on uh, on modern America on bake sale culture. That's right. Bake sale culture is dangerous. It's uh, life threatening. It's a tale as old as time itself. Is a Midwesterner dies of heart disease. You eat the pie, you're gonna die. That's that's uh, you gotta. That's why. Yeah, you gotta start buying store bought only. That's right. 
You then, make your you own crust. Die. That's a recipe for disaster. Yeah. Uh, all right. What do you want to search? What, what did we search here? What's this the last title? Search for? Obituary. Obituary society. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Show me obituary space society. Or just a bit. I mean, I doubt those. This isn't a movie. The title's not. Well, in it's the, in the book a lot. In the words <laughs> yes. obituary society. Correct. Ah. Uh-huh. Well, I've been proven wrong. Case closed. Case opened. Yes, it's officially <laughs> called the Auburn Lady Society, but Laurel calls us the Obituary Society. Because we're and all I'm dead. afraid the name's <laughs> stuck. She thinks it's morbid that we discuss such things. I try to explain to her that at her age, it's all weddings and announcements and baby showers, but at our age, funerals are the main events. This is what our friends are doing now. Also, falling in the grocery store. And getting hit by trucks. Yikes. And driving the trucks. Oh, man. <laughs> well, that's that's a young man's game. Uh, all right. So, uh, fair enough. They're in a group called the Obituary Society. Yeah, so it's just a bunch of old people. <laughs> a bunch of old gossip queens hanging around, eating fucking pies and talking shit about their dead friends. And talking shit about other people's pies. Yeah. Hey, listen. I don't, I don't blame them for that. You make your own pie. You can say whatever the hell you want about somebody else's pie. All right, so I guess we figured out that the obituary society isn't scandalous or intriguing. I'll tell you what I figured out. I do not recommend this book. I'm jumping straight to the oh, rating. Oh, for sure. Uh, the, our options are read it or report it. Uh, read it being read it. Report it being this is so disgusting that we needed to alert the authorities. I don't think this even registers as a book in my head. This is more of an ignore or perhaps forget. All right, so I guess uh, to wrap things up, a little tradition we have here is we determine how how would we cast this if we were making it into a movie. Yeah. Um, since I really only got to know one character. No, you got a couple here. You got Lila. You have Ada, who I believe is her. Oh, that's an old aunt. That's more. That's a Kathy Bates type. Oh, in my uh, head. Kathy yeah. Bates in like misery. Is pretty good. Mm. Yeah. Man, but Kathy Bates wouldn't attach herself to such a dud. Well, I that's, guess that's not. I mean, no, one nobody would. would. I mean, if you were doing that, it would just be like local theater. Uh, I think Kathy Bates would be good in that role. Uh, Lila, I mean, what do you what, what about Lila? What was the guy's name? Uh, Clint? Shit, I forgot. Clint. 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 And then there was a uh, Asher. Asher. An Asher. A Max. Max. A really, in the grocery store. A really rude Max. Yeah, who was Max? He kind of came and went. Mark Ruffalo. That's who. I don't, I, I don't mind that. That's sure. Actually, Mark Ruffalo is too nice. Max was like pretty. Sour. No, it's Mark Ruffalo, but as it like uh, incredible, it's yeah. incredible Hulk. <laughs> yeah, he's just angry. <laughs> yeah, he's, yeah, twelve feet tall and green. Yo, you mixed the whipping cream around. <laughs> he's a he's, he's a gourmand. They can smell store-bought from a mile away. <laughs> uh, Lila, I was thinking, who who do you think for Lila? What do you think? I have a thought, but I'm way off probably. What do you think? Who's uh, Mimi Bobek from the Drew Carey Show? <laughs> that's Twice that's, that's your Lila. I think I was two weeks in a row, I have recommended a character from the Drew Carey show. Yeah, what's up with it? <laughs> I got you it know, on the brain. I this is uh, kind of fucked up, but yeah, two weeks in a row, I think uh, '90s Andy McDowell could be Lila. Not bad. I mean, literally any book that takes place in the Midwest or South could <laughs> yeah, star right. Andy McDowell. All <laughs> uh, right, like a oh, Lila could be like Helen Hunt. Right. Like from Twister. I was thinking younger. Like she doesn't like bake. No, not Twister. Like no, 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 no. Lily Sobieski, or do you not mean a younger Helen Hunt? Younger no, I person. just meant like young, like the like 
Lila is a younger character. How young? Helen Hunt's actually too like. East. She's coastal. She's, she's too like tough. Lila's like seems really meek and like fucks up a lot. Lila seemed like barely a character. She Just, can't like, even drive a car. A bundle of insecurities. She can't drive a car. Was that established? I don't remember. That yeah, part. she like pressed on the gas too much or something. Good lord, can't shop. The can't beast. Drive a car. The this beast. Is kind of a sexist book, honestly. Yeah, this is written by a woman. Gross. Uh, yeah, for shame. It was. Uh, so I mean, all right, younger. You're thinking younger. I'll throw my Drew Carey show recommendation out the window. That's two weeks in a row. Is too much. Uh, I'm thinking like Anne Hathaway. All right, that's a classic. Like Brokeback Mountain, Anne Hathaway with the cowboy hat on. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah that works. Nebraska, very Nebraska. Sure. Um. Yeah, I guess that could work. And who else is even in this book? I gotta we got tell Clint. You, I got Dead a very Clint. Loose grasp on this. Book. I'm gonna say Clint is. Momar Gaddafi. Like. <laughs> yeah. Clint is. <laughs> no, fucking Gaddafi. No, Clint's gotta be like John Candy. What? Oh. <laughs> Well, you think no, because he's a big fat guy. All right, we're not talking just because he's dead. No. Oh, uh, you think he's? That's why. He's that's fat? why I went with Muammar Gaddafi. Uh, they say he was fat. No, changes well, uh, imbued him. I'm with still that. going with that. It's like a, a commentary. Skinny John Candy. Oh, that's right. In your mind, everybody in this book is just a huge bloated freak because they're all just eating pies and cookies all day. Yeah. John Candy, John Goodman, John Travolta. Just pick one. Hey. Uh, John. Well, John, John Goodman, Goodman's not bad. He's still alive, so he could do it. <laughs> Right, he's available. <laughs> Unlike John Candy, uh, I mean, I did not envision him being a large man. Not that there's, not that he couldn't be, but uh, just old. Huh? I was thinking maybe like a um, what's his name uh, from <laughs> Westworld, the old guy, Anthony Hopkins. No, Ed Harris. No, That's what I thought. Maybe like a man. I don't care for Clint. No, you know who it is? It's Clint Howard, Ron Howard's ugly brother. <laughs> okay, yeah, that hey, works. you know what? That would, that would work. Actually, I'm, I it made me think of Max, and I want to go back and change Max to like Val Kilmer. Oh, you know who Max should be is the big, tall, dumb, blonde dude from Coach. What's his Boomer? name? Boomer. Boomer. Boomer from Coach is Max. Just explaining Just like how big grocery stores. Just a big dipshit work. running around a grocery store yelling, "Let's get the whipping cream." Uh, no store bought stuff. Yeah, that's what I think. So we got. Oh, then that means Coach is Clint. Craig T. Nelson. <laughs> Coach is Clint is Craig T. Nelson. Clint is Craig T. Nelson. That's what you're saying? Yes. That's also two weeks in a row we've brought up Craig T. Nelson. Oh, he's a and great coach. actor. Man, we really have a one track mind here. It's <laughs> an all Coach and Drew Carey show. Oh, we podcast. do watch DVDs of Coach before we do Should we this ditch podcast? the books and just do a Coach slash Drew Carey show combo cast? Nah, we shouldn't do that. Oh, yeah. Well, maybe that'll be a bonus content. <laughs> Um, so I think that that, uh, about does it for this, uh, kind of a frankly bad book. Uh, I was, I had higher hopes for this. I mean, it's not, it's not, I guess it's not that bad per se, but with a title like obituary society, we were in for some dark shit and it's just some like boring social club about bake sales. It's basically like first wives club, but for like middle-aged ladies in the Midwest to cook. Yeah. Certainly does not deserve the name the Obituary Society. That's like, that should be like a, a zombie apocalypse kind of scenario. Something like that. I'm still open to the idea that they're terrorists. I still think they might be like a pack of like serial killers. And now in their old age. That's right. And they write obituaries with 
a blade. Yeah. If you know what I mean. I like that. I think we're writing a better book than what's what's her name did here. Yeah, who is the author, oh, by right. the way? The author. Jessica L. Randall. Mm. Jessica is a writer, photographer, mother of five, who is also passionate about music, interior design, and really old stuff. A She's a country interest. mouse who loves a bubble bath with a good book or curling up on the couch to watch a movie with a plate of her husband's famous monster cookies. Wow. And Why then is every there's Amazon... a recipe for the monster this cookies. This woman can't get enough ah, of the recipes. Geez. Why does every Amazon author think that I care what kind of like cookies they like to eat or what they do in their free time? I Hey, I kind of had a... Give me the basics. Well, let's, we should make these cookies and then see if... We'll judge her on that. Hubbub yeah. Yeah. So what's her name? Sorry, one more time. Jessica L. Randall. Jessica, if you're out there, I encourage you to get in touch with us. Come on the show. Talk about your book. We're here for you. Uh, and the offer stands. We made it last episode. We'll do it again. We will give you a badge to put on the front of your book. Uh, the Amazon Book Club seal of approval. I mean, we frankly didn't like the book, but we read it. We read it. Or we read like seven pages of it. And We, we got uh, to the end and we got the thank you. I'm going to go out on a limb and say seven pages is more than 99.9% of the populace has read of this book. So we've done the work. <laughs> and I say you come on here, accept your reward and your scolding. Uh, and tell us why we're wrong. And maybe if there's parts of your shared universe that you need to point us to, so we understand the plot a little bit yeah, more. If there's like an she appendix, point us to the rest of, a, of the book. Uh, I got the vibe. We read the book. Yeah. It's on tape. Everyone just heard us reading. Yeah, we, we read, read the, the whole book. book. That's true. That's true. Um, cover to cover. Right. So on that note, uh, I would say that's another successful Amazon book club in the books, folks. Boom! That book is free. Yeah, that's free for good reason. I'd say. Oh. Um, join us next week when we'll be reading another trash book or a great book. Yeah, you know, I really don't want to come into this sounding like we don't like these books right off the bat. Like I'm definitely open to these books. We give them a chance. Yeah, I want to like it. To I want to like it. Honestly, I was, I was a uh, pretty gripped during the supermarket scene. I, I wish the whole book was just a large supermarket argument. Like they were definitely running through the market. I could yeah. envision that. Which it felt a little hectic to me. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, and then it just kind of turned into like the electric, the, like, le the electrician thing threw me off. We it don't need just, to see you like fixing your house unless the electrician like was killing somebody. We keep assigning better plots to this book than there were in the book. Yeah, if you want to make your book good, put murder in it. Yeah, or sex and nipples. Yeah, maybe. I don't even need that. Just murder. Yeah. And nipples. Uh, Ganesh seems... Uh, yeah, he's really into nipples. But murder and ISIS and yeah. maybe even some more Dodge cars. Dodge Rams, baby. Like, get a Charger in there. Yeah, I'm up for any kind of pickup truck you want to put in your book. Even a caravan. Yeah, well, let's not go too far. Those are good vans. Yeah. Uh, big shout out to uh, Morris Reese for the music, uh, Chris Lindquist for the artwork. Uh, you can find us online at... Uh, AMZN Book Club on Twitter, uh, or what's what's the website? Can you just remind me? Bookclubpodcast.com. That's right. You can find us there. Bookclubpodcast. We got a site. We got a site. Come log on, on to this site. We got a counter at the bottom. It counts all the visitors. Right now it's at zero. You could be number one. Uh, and uh, just uh, find us, talk to us in real life, find us online, tell us if there's a book you want us to read. Uh, if you want to be my friend, you can add me on Facebook. Uh, you want to endorse me on LinkedIn, go for it. Uh, if you want to hang out, that's not allowed. Uh, so on that note, I think uh, join us again next week. Where we'll be uh, getting together to read another free Amazon book. And uh, we'll see you then. See ya. Goodbye. Peace. <laughs>